everybody another edition here of the auburn undercover podcast on the 24 7 sports network my name is nathan king joined today by jason caldwell we also have a very special guest on the show of course auburn football gets underway in spring practices just a week from now a little bit earlier than usual and who better to help us preview spring ball and talk about the state of auburn football so far than the man with the plan himself auburn head coach hugh freeze is joining us today on the podcast hugh thank you so much for coming on i know we've talked to you a few times the last few weeks and um, you've mentioned how much of a whirlwind it's been, and you guys weren't going to have uh, much of a break here in February. Have you had much of a chance to get some downtime, maybe maybe hang out with the family and relax a little bit? Uh, not really. I mean, we you know, the last couple of weekends haven't been bad because it's, uh, you know, obviously a dead period. So you have a chance to, on the weekends to get in some kind of normalcy, and I've been able to, uh, you know, go to church uh, with my family and, um, played a few rounds of golf on the weekend with some some friends and people here in town. So that's that's been nice. And um, but then we start spring next week, and so it'll kind of get back to a, a grind of uh, of that. But um, it's good to you know I do I do get in a routine. I like going to bed early, so that's that's been nice, and um, so I can get up early and and get going but um you know february's i think february for most staffs now are really a good break away from things uh, when i talk to other coaches they give a lot of off time in, in the month of february with it being a dead period which we need after what we go through in december and january unfortunately for a year one staff you can't do that because we've got spring staring us in the face and we're looking at each other and we don't even know what we call this or that. And so hopefully in year two, uh, it'll be a little more, um, a little more laid back other than the recruiting part that we do on the phone. Yeah. You, you've done this and now a couple of times taking over a program. I, I know it's a whirlwind, but how, how exciting is it to be able to put, put your stamp on a program to come in and go, Hey, here's what we're doing. Um, start fresh. And, from a player perspective, have you seen how appreciative they are to go, hey, got everybody's got a new opportunity? And I know some of the players have mentioned that already. Yeah, I, uh, I love trying to turn around programs. I, I think it's uh, something that, that we've had success with at everywhere we've been. And so this is probably one of my bigger challenges because of the expectations that are on this program. And so that excites me. It motivates me. Um, it's hard for me to judge. You probably honestly have, have a better barometer of, of kind of how our kids feel to this point, because truthfully, I haven't been with them enough. Um, that starts Monday though. I'm really well excited, you know, start my, you know, what I believe in to, and that it takes to build a program and, and stealing our culture. And I really get to start really modeling that around them a lot uh a good bit this week too but really next week a, a lot they get to see all right this is what this guy's like this is what his expectations are and um so excited to do that Hugh I remember a couple weeks ago um you were saying you know, like like you mentioned it's as simple right now as getting terminology 
um, you know, all on the same page with the staff. I think you said one day it was verbiage for protections. The other day it's going to be verbiage for, you know, screen passes. Um, just kind of walk us through what that process is like when you sit down with your staff and and work on things as as simple as that and how important it is to establish that with your staff. You know, that's the that's what's made February um, intense and it really shouldn't be an intense time for us. I don't think you can ask your staff to be intense 12 months out of the year. Uh, I think you just, you, you have burnout. Um, and February should be a month where we can kind of relax some, but uh, it's not this year because of that. And I was, uh, I was totally committed to us revamping uh, all of our verbiage um, on both sides of the ball. And one of the reasons I went with Ron and Philip is I thought they were so similar to what we were currently doing mm -hmm. and that their verbiage um, um, in the mixture of the two worlds um, would be somewhat relatively easy to, to do. And while it hasn't been a difficult process, it's, it's a lot. And because there's so many things that you just that, you know, from everything from operation uh, to cadence to formations to all the different run schemes, passing concepts, passing combos, not to mention passing coverages and fronts and blitzes. And, um, and so it's, it's made for a, a loaded February for sure. You, people kind of get this, you know, and this talking points and they go, Hey, they, now they've got their full offense in. Do, do people understand how long it takes for that to happen? <laughs> we won't have a third of it in at the end of spring, but, but I'm okay with that. Really. Let's just get that third, right. And, um, same thing defensively. We're, we're committed to, to trying to establish uh, a physicality and a way we want to practice and uh, mastering uh, being very good at, at uh, a few things. And so that there won't be uh, that we're not going to concentrate on how much we get in this spring, just how well we do what we do put in. Hugh, I think it was your opening press conference. You talked about how excited you were when this job came open. And it was it was something you, I guess, I guess, had on your radar for, for lack of a of a better phrase. When you were thinking back back then, what the Auburn job might look like, how excited you would be to get the Auburn job. What would you say are the biggest differences between maybe what you envisioned in, in your head of what the job might look like the first few months of the job, just, just the program in general. And now that you're, you're actually in the thick of it. Um, you know, you, you know, you want the opportunity at a place like this and you know that it's uh, it's uh, extremely exciting and adrenaline's flowing and you know you're competing for the opportunity and then you get you get it and you get smacked right in the face with all right big boy you, you want some of this and um and you're faced with the likes of uh of alabama georgia lsu those guys that and many others that are doing it at a high 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 level already and you see the gap and that's probably the, when reality steps in and you have to battle all of these mental things of, man, can you, 
can we really, really get this done in a short amount of time? And because you know that that's the expectations of most, but I do think most have been most here kind of realize the reality of the situation. And my goal is to hopefully uh, that they will approach this with, with patient optimism and that our staff will give them reason to continue with the, the being optimistic about the future of this place. But, you know, I was shocked at, at the, the depth chart, truthfully, um, a, a bit. And I don't mean that uh, as, as a slap to our, our current players. I'm just saying that the, the, even the, the, the numerics of the, of the depth chart you know, and having to sign like nine offensive linemen in one class, that's that's never a real good plan. And so, you know, you, we've got to get that fixed. And um, and then I was probably the other surprise that was um, I didn't have a, a, a great understanding for the NIL world because we really didn't deal in that um, at all at Liberty. Um, and so I've, it's taken me a little time to, to kind of get my, my bearings on exactly how well I'm still not there, truthfully. Still, you know, I'm still processing exactly what's the best practice for all of that with your team. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You just touched on it a little bit, but, but offensive line, how valuable was your prior experience in the Southeastern Conference when you had to come in and, and look at a roster and go, okay, wh- what's what's the thing we have to do? Because you guys jumped in immediately on the lines of scrimmage. And knowing this league, knowing how important that is, how valuable was it that you had coached in this league before and, and had a understanding of what it takes to be successful? Well, I know that from my time in this league, you're just not going to compete consistently without depth up front on both sides. And – you know, that was more important than, than anything that we had in recruiting. Yeah, we wanted to recruit great players everywhere, but we had to get uh, the numbers in those rooms right. And hopefully the numbers that we got were are really good players. And, uh, you know, that remains to be seen, but it definitely was a priority. And whether it was my time in this league before or not that helped with that, I don't really know. But... Uh, it certainly was a priority. Hugh, every recruit that we talk to when they come visit talks about the facility, saying it's like a theme park in there and are just obviously blown away um, by just the size of it and how how state-of-the-art. For you right now, maybe aside from those things, um, how much have you enjoyed the practical elements of it, you know, the actual football aspects of it, the, you know, the weight room? Obviously, there's, there, there's state-of-the-art film study um, up, on the, up on the second floor just – how much have you either gotten to dive into that or how how excited are you to to dive into that? Because it is, it's state of the line in the way it looks, but also it's got, it's got so many odds and ends on the inside that'll, 
that'll help you all be successful. Uh, excited to to get to experience it. I really haven't yet. Everything's been we just been locked in the staff room in February and was obviously on the road in January and December. But um, I gotten to experience the indoor with our workouts and team workouts on the Tuesday and Friday mornings. We've got several of those this week and um, excited about that and then excited to experience the rest of the the building as for walkthroughs in that new film room and our film walkthrough area. So excited to experience that. We touched a little bit about what you guys had to do at the end of the last class. It went transfers and, and kind of hit the ground running and it was, it was all over the place. Even starting in 2024, you guys were a little bit behind because it's now a two year, even three year process sometimes, but guys have some momentum early on in 2024. How important is is this first real class to kind of setting the the tone and setting the standard for what you want in the program moving forward? Yeah, I, I still think we're behind. Um, there's, you know, most programs in this league were working on 24s, you know, back in fall. Um, and so I still think we're a little behind. I think it's going to take us a, a full year to catch up. Um, but I do think we've closed the gap and we certainly are, are creating momentum with the 24 class, but I've said it and I'll, I'll say it again. I think, the, you know, our tenure here at Auburn um, will largely be dependent upon what we do with the 24 and 25 class. And, um, you know, you're, today's time, people uh, want, want to see, I think, again, I love uh, uh, John Cohen's approach and, our administration's supportiveness and understanding we've got work to do to, to build and think that they'll extend us great patience. But I also know that, you know, we, we've got to show results in years three, four, and five. And, um, you know, in those classes without those, it just won't happen. So, um, I don't think I can overstate the importance of, of these next two classes. You've mentioned it with the quarterback situation, where you, know, you haven't you haven't coached these guys a lick. Obviously, you can you can look back at their film, but you know, getting obviously your hands on them in, in person is more important. What's sort of the balance for you and the staff at every position, where you're sort of saying, like you said earlier, there's a clean slate for these guys heading into the spring, but also we know X, Y, and Z about them from the from the previous year, from the previous staff. What's sort of the balance as you look at these different positions once? once guys get on the practice field in terms of what you've observed in the past versus now you're seeing them in person for the first time. Yeah. I don't think you can, uh, I don't think, I think you either have to have a clean slate or you don't. And so do I have in the back of my mind, things I've seen on film probably, but I think my best approach and our coach's best approach when we hit the field next Monday is all that's out the window and, and how well will you let me coach you? And how are you going to respond to my coaching? And and then do do you improve? And how you approach studying and practice and, and all of those things. And so whatever I've heard or whatever I've seen, the facts are the, these are our guys now. And what we do with them from day one of spring to day 15 of spring is what should matter a lot more than what I've heard or seen. last one for us you've you've talked about flip the script is that kind of the definition of that is what what's the message when you talk to your team and 
you know, and the coaches talk to the players about flipping the script. What's the message to this team and to the fan base heading into the spring? Well, it, that, that's our theme for the spring. It's a lesson uh, series, actually, uh, that I wrote um, with the help of Mark Batterson. Um, and I'm excited about teaching it. I've only taught one lesson from it thus far, and uh, I'll teach my second lesson this coming Monday. And um, I just think it's a rewiring of the brain and, and of our approach and maybe the way we look at things and the the mentality that we approach this spring practice with and flipping the script from whatever you felt or or didn't feel from the past, uh, your experience here, um, and and flipping that script and, and, and trying to write a different story. Hugh, thank you so much for joining us today. I know our listeners yeah. really appreciate it. We'll, uh, yeah. Thank you all so much for, for covering yes, sir. Our, our, our program and our young men and recruiting and uh, all your all your help with that thank you so much we we'll be, yeah, yeah, about to say, we'll be up there in the building every day through the spring if that's, uh, <laughs> if, that's if that's all right with you we'll be yeah, seeing man. a lot of you all, all right, right thank you